Welcome back to the Racial Draft Podcast. I am your host, Michael Ford, joined by my co-host, Kialisi herself. What's up, what's up, what's up? Things are, things are going well. It's the first podcast of 2021. Does it feel different for you that we're in a brand new year? Yeah, I think, I think, I think it does. I'm like different now. You've, you've, like, uh, I have, like goals and stuff. It's you've like stepped, you stepped away from 2020, and now you've stepped into the to bask in the glory of 2021. Like yeah, well, but the best part about this right now is it's my birthday month. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's right. And we are celebrating. We've been celebrating since January 1st. Woo! Oh. And we'll be celebrating all month because it's my month and you're welcome that I am here. Okay. That is, that is, that is some, some birthday energy that I'm here for. We have, uh, we had a little pot. (laughs) (laughs) We're, we're joined by some pop-ins from the, uh, racial draft, uh, delegations. We have, uh, the adorable one himself, Martine. How's it going, everybody? How's it going, Martine? How are things? Hey, Martine. How are things? Hey, how's, how's your 2021 so far? Um, you know, it's gone. It He's started really a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I'm just, it's all the excitement is just for Kia. See, I knew it. I knew it. Randy's doing the same thing. He's like, oh, he's like, I can't show my face because I'm just so excited. <laughs> and that is that voice you hear, that deep baritone, is uh, Randy from the Black Delegation. He is also joining us. Randy, how's your 2021? Um, All is well. I survived 2020, and all I got was this, uh, this T-shirt. So, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's reading memes. <laughs> so let's jump right in. I mean, uh, we had the we had the fourth round of the racial draft. Uh, how do how what were you guys' impressions of the round overall? Well, um, more than anything, I really like how quickly everybody is like moving with with their choices and and making like you know bold audacious moves i feel like they're, they're kind of you know coming Are you talking about yourself well no but i'm saying it's it's but well, i do i do feel rather proud of myself <laughs> <laughs> but also i mean generally i feel like uh there were choices that that uh made me kind of feel like oh dang i gotta check that person off my list i i can't you know it was like somebody who i would have wanted to get and then you know, it just feels like they've made a lot of great moves this round. Yeah, this round filled filled very uh, muted heavy, actually. Um, you know, Batman family is a, is a is a staple, of course. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to make their their trip to Gotham, especially a Latinx delegation. Are 
they're like they, stuck there. They pretty much set up shop in Gotham. Gotham. You know, at this point, I think all the newspapers are bilingual. At what, what's the name of the Gotham uh, Spanish language newspaper, Martin? Uh, I don't know what it's called off the top of my head. The Oval. <laughs> the, did you say the Oval? Yes. <laughs> Nice. I think that means eyes. Oh, it does mean eyes. Yes. Yeah. If you, yeah. It's... I just think, oh, I just, I just give you an <laughs> I guess just the newspaper industry failed in Gotham before it failed everywhere else. Correction, her name is Vicky Valencia. Hey, she has not been drafted yet. <laughs> <laughs> For all we know. She's better than <laughs> She could be V apostrophe K-I Vale and be black. <laughs> so, <laughs> all things are possible, as we say. Um, oh my God, it's over already? <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, nice. But uh, what what were your? I mean, Kia, what were your thoughts about the round overall? I like the round. You know, I think we had some interesting picks, and yeah, yeah, I approve. Yeah, another thing I noticed about this pick is that this this might have been the first round where there were more female characters picked than male characters. I, I oh, see yeah, remember, like, one, in two... season one where, like, nobody wanted to pick female characters? Until, yeah. like, I had to bring Fairly. it up. I'm like, Fairly. hey, girls with tits, great. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I, think six, I think six of the characters in this round out of the nine were, were women. So that's good. Damn. I know. Wait. I mean, it, Wait, did the Jewish delegation pick a woman? They did not. They did not. Oh, hmm. Mm. We'll talk about that. Wow. We'll talk about that. Let us. So let's jump into the picks, though. Um, I I didn't have I didn't have any news stories for the docket. Were there any stories that I overlooked, guys? Um, the the uh, I think it was uh, like shortly before because like, I was actually uh thinking that you might have like seen it right before uh right before the show started they mentioned something about um a new actor being cast for Falcon and Winter Soldier oh yes you see I I I guess because it was a rumor I didn't right. want to put it on the docket as news but there is a rumor that uh Eli Bradley um, AKA the Patriot will be debuting in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, series sometime this year. Um, you know, like I said, it hadn't been confirmed, so right. I wasn't, I didn't know how much time he'd want to spend on it. But um, he's a cool character, obviously. Um, and, you know, that's the storyline that spawns him. Um, there were some rumors that, it, that they would talk about um, his grandfather, uh, Elijah Bradley. No, not Elijah Bradley. Um, one of, Isaiah one of my, Bradley. Isaiah Bright, thank you. Um, you know, and the experiments that spawned him. Um, it's so at some point in the that there would be it could be connected to what they do with the US agent. So, you know, here's to hoping that they do explore that storyline and here's to hoping that we get one step closer to the young Avengers in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, to drink to that? Sure, let's drink to whatever we can drink to. I'm <laughs> 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 I'm still checking. I don't want to miss yeah. it. 
It's all about <laughs> celebrating. Okay. So yeah, the first pick. Uh, yeah. So the first pick in the in round four was Jean Grey. And uh, what did you think about the Jean Grey pick, Kia? Hmm. Hmm. I think I'm over Jean Grey. What? I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Cool character. I can kill everybody. Yeah, 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 yada, yada. I mean, but has she really ever, like, showed us any points? Um, that's a fair uh, critique of her in, in the, from a purely FCL perspective. But, you know, she's one of the top mutants in the X-Men world. I mean, she's had a number of movies where she's been the focal point of the movies. I can't say that yeah, those movies have like, been good. I don't know. Eight but, years uh, ago, like, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Well, yeah, probably not. Not after the last one tanked. But, um, you know, she's usually... Um, well, the reason why the last one tanked is because, you know, they, we know who Jean Grey is, and that wasn't it. Ooh. Yeah. That's fair. The Shade. So let me go let me go ahead and read from the wiki. There were a lot of complicated wikis for her, so it was hard for me to find a really good one. Uh, one where she's like where they're like she's in a threesome. Um, you know what? They didn't work that way into the wiki yet. You know, maybe. Um believe it, yeah, believe it or not. They they need to lead with that. Uh, yeah, I know. It makes her more exciting. The three nicks. Um, she's like she's like polyamorous <laughs> right so jean elaine gray is a fictional character appearing in comic books published by marvel comics she's been known by the aliases marvel girl phoenix and dark phoenix jean is a member of a subspecies of humans known as mutants who are born with superhuman abilities she was born with telepathic and telekinetic powers her powers first manifested when she saw her childhood friend being hit by a car she's a caring nurturing figure but also has to deal with being an omega level mutant and the physical manifestation of the cosmic phoenix force jean experienced a transformation into the phoenix in the x-men storyline the dark phoenix saga she has faced death numerous times in the history of the series her first death was under her guise as marvel girl when she died and was reborn as the phoenix in the dark phoenix saga the transformation led to her second death which was suicide though not her last she's an she is an important figure in the lives of other marvel characters mostly the x-men including her husband cyclops her mentor, sorry, including her husband, Cyclops, her mentor and father figure, Charles Xavier, her unrequited love interest, Wolverine, her best friend and sister figure, Storm, and her genetic children, Rachel Summers, Cable, Strife, and X-Man. No Cable. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, uh, the South Asian delegation drafted her. And as far as the approval rating for that pick went, wait for it. She received a 90.3, sorry, a 91, 92.3, there we go, math, <laughs> a 92.3% approval rating for that pick, 76.9% uh, strongly approve, and 15.4% somewhat approve, with 0% somewhat disapprove, and 77 strongly disapprove. So very popular pick for the South Asian delegation. Uh, Arjun, though, let us down, didn't give us a backstory. So we're left to uh, come up in our minds with what that backstory might entail. Um, I, I'm i going to go ahead and assume that uh, Jean Grey is, uh, is Indian. 
Yep. Just gonna do that. Just gonna do it. <laughs> That's messed up. I mean, like that wasn't even specific. You know, I'm just saying. I mean, that's all we got. Our imaginations. That's what happens when you don't submit a backstory. Let that be a lesson <laughs> to people on the show right now. <laughs> oh. It's going to come up eventually. That, that took a shady turn. <laughs> I know he's not referring to us. That's the only thing. <laughs> so the next pick, the next pick was another X-Men character. In fact, that would be Scott Summers, aka Cyclops. Uh, Kia, you had oh. uh, you had Cyclops on your team. Um, I did. I was really upset though because you know they should have picked. Was it Dazzler? <laughs> um, yeah, I remember. Uh, you know, somebody really upset about Dazzler, but yet didn't choose Dazzler. That is true, mm. and and I seem to remember that you didn't ha- like you didn't have a lot of backstories in season one, but you had a backstory for Cyclops in season I one. I did, I did. You know, you put Mainly a little. I want you, a bone in. you know, oh well, I, that that took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's really sexy, like you know, it's like dangerous. Like, <laughs> don't take off your glasses, don't open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that those force beams. I'm pretty sure that That's they. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can he can split he can split wood if you yes, know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and imagine, read Can you imagine if he's like doing it right and he's like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, ah, and then he opens his eyes because you know he comes right and then right. he just kills this person. <laughs> right. And then he shoots he shoots you directly through Yeah, like, oh that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. That's you <laughs> see that's, so that's a different type of ecstasy. Well, I mean, so so that's always been my speculate, you know, in my head canon, that like one of the reasons that he's probably not that he's probably like pretty good at sex is that he has to be careful not to ever open his eyes. So like he's really good at at sort of staying in a place where he's under control, and it means that he's you know he's he's rarely gonna just you know let one go right you know he's not gonna like prematurely but what about all the other stuff i mean don't you kind of have to look for the other stuff well that's the thing he's got he's he's got the get he's got the goggles right you know (laughs) he's 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 probably well well equipped to find his way around the world you know with with by by sight i mean without sight fair Uh to be fair he is known for his uh, strategic ability. Yes. <laughs> so I feel like <laughs> I feel like he he might you know be be better. Like I mean, cause normally like the the kind of trope in in um like shipping and and you know fanfic and stuff like that is typically that he's like the the kind of submissive or bottom person, and he's a bottom feeder. I mean that, that could go either way, but I, I do feel like he would be somebody like there, there's a reason why he's so sought after in the mutant circles. So yeah, you know. I'm with it. I buy it. So I mean, I I totally understand your your crush on Cyclops. But let's go ahead, get ahead and jump in to the wiki for him. Um, Cyclops, real name Scott Summers, is a mutant capable of generating concussive force-based red-colored beams from his eyes. He has fought for peace and equality between humans and mutants ever since joining the X-Men. 
hero, freedom fighter, strategist, Cyclops has been dubbed many things, and he continues to do so as a leader of his own faction of X-Men, fighting to protect a world that hates and fears them. You know, um, you know, as far as the Jewish delegation is concerned, I can see why they would have wanted a leader of that uh, caliber on there, you know, um, to sort of fly the flag of Judaism. I also think that, you know, a lot of Cyclops' arc is that of, you know, being, um, you know, initially geared towards the dream of coexistence and, um, you know, something akin to, um, you know, something akin to integration, but then he kind of goes down a more radical path. And, you know, there people have talked about the extent to which uh, Krakoa and, you know, before Krakoa, um, places like Utopia and places like um, Genosha mm-hmm. were had parallels to Israel. Of so you course, could, yeah. you know, so you could see how how Cyclops might have gone down a you know a more radical path, and you know why why that might be something that would resonate for for Jewish audiences. You know, so I could see it. You know, I could see I could see Cyclops is Jewish for sure. What do you guys think? Martin, no. you have, uh, Martin, you have thoughts? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Martin, do you have thoughts? Say it, nah. Martin. <laughs> nah, I, I could see it as well. Like, I completely understand. And that is, I think most people can probably see it, which is why later on when you talk about the approval rating, it got the approval rating it did. But yeah, like, no, I, I can 100% see it. Thank you for jumping ahead. It got a 100% approval rating. Well, would you look at that? Oh, wow. Including. Wait, I didn't disapprove? You did Damn. not disapprove, I missed, Kia. I missed it. Uh, so 78.6% strongly approve and 21.4% somewhat approve for a 100%. I think that's their second 100% approval rating in a row. So good on, good oh, on wait, the Jewish delegation. Like, did, did two people vote? Like. We are not going to talk about the number of people who voted. We're, yeah, we're not, no, I really no. want to know how many people no. voted. Like, did anybody even like notice when they like actually pick a? I mean, person? I suppose you could contact an attorney general and see if you could find more votes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hear that's a thing. I hear that's a thing that people do now. So, you know, if if you know, you can manufacture more votes out of the air. You can perhaps get yourself impeached, but um. Ooh, peaches. <laughs> Hilarious, and yet you know, yet yet another story where because there, you know, another draft pick rather that you know because there wasn't uh, a backstory, we just have to kind of assume that it's the same old, same old backstory except with it just a little I'm bit of Jewish, a. I'm Jewish. I'm Jewish. Cyclops. Right. I was gonna say put a put a Jewish spin on it like a dreidel. Um, oh wow! So he really couldn't even read the Torah. Like, isn't that sacrilegious to like burn it up? <laughs> well, no, he could still have the glasses. But I I just thought about it. Like Cyclops joined the X Men when he was like fourteen or fifteen, right? So he totally could have. He totally had a bar mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And that brings us to the third pick of <clears throat> the third pick of round four, which was 
the white delegation. They drafted. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, this is my favorite. <laughs> so the, the white delegation has been making great picks so far. Um, we have some, yeah, the white delegation is making some great picks, notwithstanding their their stealing of Miles Morales and turning him into Italian, Italian-American. Mm. But as far yeah. as, so they so they drafted the Joker, and you know the Joker is one of those characters. It doesn't really need an introduction, but I'm gonna go ahead and and well, read it. Real quick, I mean the Joker is white. Let's just be honest. Like you can try to change the Joker, but we all know, considering how crazy he is, he's obviously a white man. Is it because he keeps getting? Way... Is it because he keeps getting away f- with all the crime and never? Right, exactly. that too. <laughs> Yes. I mean, I think I think you could make the argument that even if the Joker wasn't white, um, he wouldn't be out and he wouldn't be open about what his race was in the hopes that he could keep have some benefit of white privilege. Right. Oh, and just for a second, Karen just came in here. Hey, what up, Shep? So we'll just we'll just keep you. This is a Shep from the multiracial delegation. Uh, we we were just running through the picks. So far, we went through the Gene Gray uh, for the South Asian delegation. What were your thoughts about that pick? That was a good pick. Gene's always she's she was kind of infrequent, but I kind of feel the next storyline coming up this year. They're probably going to use her a bit more. That's true. With my accent. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next pick was Cyclops from the Jewish delegation. And he's always going to be, and he's a captain, so he's he's been shuttled between cable issues regular, you know, X-Men issues bouncing about. And if Gene gets more active, he's going to be more active. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> and now we're talking about the Joker. I'll just, I'll, I'll read from the wiki. But like I said, he's a character that really doesn't need much of an in- introduction, but I'll go ahead. The Joker is a homicidal maniac and the arch enemy of Batman. His real name and origin are unknown, but one of the most common versions indicates that he fell into a vat of chemicals, which turned his skin white and his hair green. Completely unpredictable with no regard for human life, the Joker finds murder and mayhem funny and is perhaps the most dangerous man on earth with a body count stretching into the thousands, all centered around his obsession with the Batman. You know, I feel like that encapsulates who the Joker is and what he stands for. And wouldn't you know it, the white delegation did their part and they put together Woo! they I, put together I, a backstory. Um for the yes. white, for the white Joker. <laughs> Have you heard the joke about the rodent who flies in the night? It cloaks itself in darkness, obscuring the little details that change between iterations. The joke is on the ba- the joke is that the bat isn't blind; it blinds I'm others, and no one can see it, no one but him. So many take up the bat's cause, changing themselves as well: birds and rodents and felines, creating a nest of reflected familiarity to comfort even his own horrors. But they will all fall away one by one until only the bat remains, just the bat and the clown as it was always meant to be. Ha ha. Perhaps he was once a Gothamite, or perhaps he was an outsider trying to make something out of a cruel city. Did he fall into a vat of chemicals, or did his scars come from an abusive father figure? The only certainty is that he stands in stark contrast to the bat, a white knight, snickering against the thing that goes bam, bump, bam, wham, kapow in the night. <laughs> After an absence, 
He has returned the Gotham to a Gotham City he no longer recognizes. He doesn't find this new Gotham City quite as funny anymore, and that simply won't stand. He promises to make the city funny again. His southern drawl fading into laughter that echoes in the streets, he will paint white until all is right. <laughs> wow, so wait, were we talking about the Joker or Trump? Um, I think I think we're talking about the president. <laughs> we, well, well, you lost me at the, the southern accent. So that's true. That's, that's a good the point. only way that you know that it's not him. Right. I mean, I guess so when I was thinking about that, I was thinking like, is he trying to do like the Joker as played by Walton Goggins? Because, you know, I could totally see the, the Joker who uses the N-word. Um, <laughs> it's a white delegation. I uh, know. It could get twisted in here. <laughs> the, oh, topical, topical Batman with the, twi- with the, with the bat twisted T. <laughs> Bam! Oh, has anyone thrown? Has anyone put the? Uh, has anyone put the uh, the Batman TV show sound effects to the twisted T punch? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm surprised somebody has. Black man, black man, black man. <laughs> So, I mean, I no, but I really do like the way that this white Joker fits within the Gotham that we've already constructed so far, you know, where, you know, is he racist? Probably. Um, <laughs> no, he's probably racist. And he, he, he goes to Gotham. He sees all these uh, Spanish-speaking people. He's like, speak English. Not, <laughs> not, not Speak American. Exactly. Speak American. He said, make the city funny again. Ain't Gotham funny again. He's got a red hat, maybe a purple hat. Maybe it's purple hat. <laughs> Make Gotham well, funny it's again. Probably red after he killed someone. <laughs> Good point. Fair point. Fair point. So yeah, um, MAGA Joker. We heard here first. Um, the Southern accent. He just, you know, he just wants to check. He just wants to check the papers of Bruce Wayne. He wants to make sure <laughs> that Actually, the Southern <laughs> accent makes him more funny. I think. There you go. I mean, like, I'd laugh. Yeah. So I'm into it. I love it. You like it, I love it. But let's hear what the approval rating of the people was. They gave it a 94.4% approval rating. Who by the far. Fuck did by, not like that shit. By far the most popular choice of the white delegation's picks. Wait, how many people voted for them? Uh, More than voted for a Cyclops, is all we'll say. (laughs) Um, Yes, 94.4%. There were 5.6 strongly disapprove, uh, zero somewhat disapprove. Who who would strongly disapprove of White Joker? The only only disapproval that I could think of is like people who were like too traumatized by how real (laughs) like but but personally i as much as i like i I dislike the joker i do actually like this pick just because of how close it is to the parallel wait you don't like the joker is it because because you don't like jokes (laughs) (laughs) 
No, you know I am a very stark and serious person. No. No, but I feel like the Joker is um basically there's not really much convincing me right now that the Joker is as much of a parody as he used to be. He used mm-hmm. to be like somebody that we're like, oh yeah, this is just like some you know cartoonishly evil person who could never happen in real life. You know, humanity is too decent oh. for that. Like, well, no. Oh, uh, I know why. Because the movies, the movies have made him more sinister than like funny. Well, well, I feel like generally the comics and the movies and the shows have all kind of had. See, I, I, I don't think he's he's ever really supposed to actually be funny. I think it's that he right. thinks that his murder is funny. Well, well, but that feels to me like um, the, the, the logical conclusion of like, uh, um, you know, the white guy that we know who kind of likes dark humor a little bit too much. Right. Yeah, I get it. So, so you kind of get it. It doesn't really feel as much of a stretch to me to feel like this this phenomenon of like, oh, he's a lunatic murderer, killer guy. It, like and people idolize him and look up to him Wait, and think that I, he's I'm confused. Cool so the black delegation doesn't like dark humor. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what I would say about the Joker is the Joker is totally a character that I think could exist in the real world. Yes. The only thing that would be different is that the Joker wouldn't probably get away with as much as the Joker gets away with in the he comic He could just be world. a police officer. Well, well but I'm, I'm not oh, entirely like... <laughs> yeah, you like how I, like, <laughs> I did I that. I feel like that's, that's literally the only thing that's, that's kind of... And, you know, of course, you know, you have in comics there's like a, an exaggeration to like a sci-fi level of it. But if he was like a, a Heath Ledger Joker or like a, a Joaquin Phoenix Joker, mm, I don't see him being like... <laughs> I don't see him facing serious consequences and then like society like turning their back on him. I feel like there would be a significant amount of people who would be like, oh, well, you know, his backstory, he, he had, you know, how did he grow up? How did his parents treat him and all this other stuff? Isn't that kind of what they do for all Caucasian people that do bad things? I mean, so one I, might argue, <laughs> one might argue that the Joker movie, like I think, like, you know, I had my issues with the Joker movie, even though it was well done. But one might argue that the Joker movie was essentially doing just that, right? Where that, it that's took exactly what I felt. Yeah. Yeah. Where it took uh, a character that shouldn't be redeemable in any way and gave him a sympathetic backstory that gave that made people who want to sympathize with the Joker a a basis to do so. Right. Um, you know, I think it would have been kind of cool is if, you know, I think it would have been kind of cool if they did a twist where at the end of the movie, like the real Joker was like, yeah, I just that was all bullshit. Like, um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> jokes on you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you you actually watched this whole movie for two hours and you thought that was my real backstory. That's that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, I and I also think that if the Joker existed in real life, he'd be almost like a Manson figure, where even if he went to jail, there would be people who would so who would uh, pick up his cause. Yeah. On his behalf. You oh, oh, that that Manson, that Manson's scary. Oh yeah, not not Marilyn Manson. Uh, Joker, although Joker would probably um, have a mean rock band, 
but <laughs> oh fun fun fact martine so i was making tamales with my um friends um my friend is uh married to a costa rican man and so we had a lot of costa ricans in the house and i started playing marilyn manson and their faces were priceless <laughs> not the food they can buy so we're ah. saying so we're saying that Marilyn Manson needs a southern accent he needs to play the joker he needs to hate Latinos yeah, <laughs> yeah. but, I'm, but I'm you know though on a points on a points thing I'm kind of wondering about this pick like joker was super high all the last year, but uh, then yeah, but he has a, he has a solo book coming out. He is, yeah. He's going to get points from that, but I think I don't know if he's going to equal the points that Joker got oh, last. Okay, they are trying to cool him a little bit. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I I was surprised. I thought he, they would go at least a year before kind of bringing him back, but they can't help yeah. themselves. Because um, that's all know. they have. Because they're not created. <laughs> I mean, he. I, I. I. don't know. I just. I just thought that. Like, you, does, the, does the bat and the Joker ever die? Like, they do not. They. Like, they there, should. There's no, there's no. There's no real point at which they're just entirely absent. Like where they're in. Like even if they are not there. Like even if they're absent, you kind of feel like they're influenced or they're like mentioned or whatever. So. Yeah, especially now that we have punchline. You know yeah. who is clown hunter yeah but yep. clown hunter is like his own thing even though i know he, he's caused by the joker i don't see him as much as an extension of the joker's will the way you know clown hunter to not clown hunter sorry um punchline to me sounds seems like another character that could exist in real life you know yeah. someone who you know gets kind of spun up in the joker's ideology or lack thereof and decides that they want to copycat uh, what the Joker is all about. Yeah. You know? So I thought that was a really good, um, you know, obviously last year, last season, uh, Punchline was was drafted by the white delegation. So it remains to be seen where uh, Punchline ends up on uh, this season. But I, I did think that, that, you know, given what we now know about Punchline's backstory, she definitely could be a future pick by the white delegation based on her uh, lack of accountability as a Joker henchwoman. Mm -hmm. But I suppose we should move on from the third pick of the fourth round to the fourth pick of the fourth round, who was uh, chosen via auto draft by the um, Native American delegation. Um, sorry, Joaquin. So we can uh, just like go. We can just skip it. We're. <laughs> we're I mean, it's like. As the person, like, you say, like, uh, yeah, they were picked by you, Mike. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> by me, that's right, and that's why we're gonna spend more time on it. God damn it! <laughs> um, when the host becomes the player. <laughs> so what's that... your backstory? <laughs> so Danielle Moonstar was drafted by the Native American delegation. Uh, you might know Danielle Moonstar from the New Mutants movie that you recently watched, Kia. Um, mm. 
Okay. That, yeah. Is that that's all you're gonna say? You're just gonna go. Mm. Like, yep, that happened. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The moon star guy. I remember him. A girl moon star Danielle. God damn. Wow. Jeez, jeez, Kia. She was only the main character of the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh now it's all coming back to me now <laughs> okay 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 all right okay so yeah she had like you know her little lesbian relationship in the movie it was really exciting and then she slept through half the action and then woke up and just said sit <laughs> well whoa, whoa, whoa. spoilers i didn't get to see it yet yeah, I was looking forward well, to that. you're welcome. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and read her backstory. Now I know you lie because no one looked forward to that movie. <laughs> it really wasn't. It really wasn't as bad as people made it sound. It wasn't it was... as bad as Wonder Woman. Ooh, Ooh that's a shots, shots, <laughs> shots oh fired. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and read the Daniel Moonstar backstory, uh, starting from her beginnings as the. Starting from her beginnings as a member of the Cheyenne Nation to becoming a Valkyrie in Asgard, she has led an action-packed lifestyle. She's one of the first members in Professor X's New Mutants and has continued to take on roles in other teams like the Fearless Defenders and Valkyroar. Uh, let's get to know Danielle Moonstar and her multiple aliases. She began in 1982 in her first appearance. Her powers include the ability to create realistic illusions based on people's emotions. She can manifest those visions into reality and even tap into someone's worst fear. She can also talk to animals, uh, which helps her out you know, when she's talking to Wolfsbane. And she also gained the ability to make energy arrows that she can use to shock people's central nervous system. She used to be known as uh, Psyche, and then also Mirage, but now she just goes by Danny. She also became a Valkyrie, not the Valkyrie, but a Valkyrie. Um, that was, let's see when that hey, happened. Randy, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't be, she wasn't a Valkyrie in the movie. Spoiler. Right. <laughs> <laughs> although she does not have the uh she's not actively a valkyrie she has the ability to borrow the valkyrie abilities uh, and there is a rumor well actually it's not a rumor it's been confirmed there is a valkyrie series that's coming in the next mm -hmm. couple months and she will be one of the starring characters in that excellent so danny moonstar she's also currently featured in in storylines in the new mutants Mm -hmm. She's got that other book coming up with the Valkyries, and uh, we should expect big things. I predict that she will be the top scorer for the Native American delegation. And, oh, that's, exactly you you had to, and that's exactly why you had to uh, make up for your, your mistake of not putting her in for the auto draft the first round. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't forget. Wow, Randy coming with the sleigh. Oh, Randy's like, if they won't forget my shit, I'm not going to forget theirs. <laughs> first round, he was talking about some echo. And I mean, I, I get it, but, but, uh, yeah. But no. There's a lot of butts in that. So you're saying that I believe, and maybe I was wrong, I believe that the uh, Valkyrie book had not been confirmed at that point. 
Oh, is that is that where you're gonna go with? Is that that's, where you're gonna go with? That's gonna be my that's gonna be my story, and I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking yeah, to but it. what about your backstory? Her backstory is the same backstory. She hasn't changed. No. What? Why mess with perfection? Why mess with perfection? She's the same. Uh bullshit. Oh, no. just been about <laughs> other people's backstories, but you don't want to put one out your own. Oh, it's so an auto. Oh. It's an auto draft, Kia. Yeah, I'm but you not... should. I think. I think a rule should be that you have to automatically make a backstory. <laughs> well, well, I'm I'm kind of worried now because if if they don't um. If, if they miss a couple of more drafts, then like who will you have to choose from to auto draft for them? Oh, somebody really that just kills women. Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, Shots fired. Shots, like, like, no Shots, Shots fired. <laughs> but, I mean, but, uh, they're, they're, they're like really kind of low as far as representation in the comic. Like, really, Whoa, the only one that you, you just call it name delegation with. low. Whoa, that's well, but I'm saying as, as, I don't know. As, they as, as, as far as how much representation they get, they don't really have like really high numbers of like prominent, high profile characters. Well, hopefully, Ooh, hopefully, Randy, it doesn't weird. come to that. Hopefully, the Native <laughs> American delegation comes to play. And they make some good picks, um, or picks at all, as it were. <laughs> Which brings us to the Latinx delegation. One of my favorite picks of the round. <laughs> Red Hood. Red Honestly, Hood. Okay, wait, time out. Why didn't you give the Native delegation Red Hood? Because he's not Native American. He practically is. He wears a hood. <laughs> That's not what red in Red Hood means, Kia. <laughs> that is not what. <laughs> but I do think that that would have been. A, I do think that would have been a good character for Joaquin to draft because he has everything. He has a tragic I backstory. I told you, and then he, he just has, didn't show up to play. He has I a tragic backstory. He has, I did. A, he has I did. The <laughs> returning from the dead. He has the chip on his shoulder. You know, the violence, he's right there. Exactly. But, but you know what? I am happy the Latinx delegation uh, drafted Red Hood, and I, I am I'm eager, I'm I'm eager to hear Martine's thoughts on, on uh, Latinx Red Hood. I tried to get everybody else Red Hood. Everybody. I tried to get everybody to pick Red Hood. I mean, the black <laughs> delegation went with Dick over the hood. Yeah, so over I, Red I, Hood. I, because I thought we had another week that y'all No, all- no, I tried <laughs> to help you out. I like I'm literally giving people crumbs. I'm like sneaking into DMs and stuff. I'm like, do this. And they're like, oh, don't listen to the person that won. <laughs> <laughs> but Martine, the floor is yours. Tell us about tell us about uh Jason Todd. Uh, I mean, for I the first thing I just want to say is that I was literally here last week saying Maybe we just need a former Robin with an like anger issue. <laughs> like, it's not like I made it like hard for people to know who we were probably gonna wow. go for. It's not my fault people don't listen. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just so used to I'm telling you right now. I'm just so used to Come for the Latin team. Come for the Latin team. 
Yeah, everybody. You guys have to be the new villains. I don't know if you know this, but you have to be. You, you're you've earned your uh, your spot. You're the you're the. He the is team. a villain. He's you, taking. You are. You're the delegation. Up. You're the delegation that's making the, the the big time picks. You've got Batman. You've got. Yeah, the they blocked all the good people got, in the first round. They you got are the villains. dirty polling. You've got the dirty <laughs> dirty polling. You're 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 right there. So embrace it. Embrace it. Feel, and he's over here. He's like he's hiding the, behind his cute little dimple. Let the hate flow through you. Let the hate flow through you, Martin. Let the hate flow through me. You know. All right. So, Fine. but no, I'll but just... more, but more about more about uh, uh right, Jason just, Todd. I'll just change the ring on my finger now. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, oh. the Red Lantern ring. Yeah, but uh, yeah, more about uh, more about uh, Red Hood. I got, I have one too as the Cracker Box. <laughs> now let's give Martine the opportunity to talk about Red Hood, um, with the with the uh, Latin Latinx spin. Yeah, so um, Jason uh, Torres now, he's the <clears throat> like his dad was pretty much became like a self fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he was constantly like seen because this is like the 90s pretty much like the early 90s or something uh, he was seen very much as if he was already a criminal because of what he was mm-hmm. right? because he is Latinx so he just kind of got this whole thing of like fuck it if that's what they want from mm-hmm. us we might as well give it to them mm-hmm. and he kind of hammered that idea into his son's head at such right. a young age uh, and then eventually you know both of his both he became an orphan because like his mom did die and then his dad got arrested and then was promptly killed so jason was a teenager growing up in the streets of gotham just you know mostly just used to crime because that's what his dad taught him to do Uh right and you know same stupid thing of like trying to steal the tires from the batmobile i mean you know didn't know like (laughs) as if he didn't know who that car belonged to look i mean you know i mean they all look they all look alike or something no i mean look sometimes sometimes people got a jack of jack of batman you know you got a jack of car you know now now very very quickly you just said you said you said he was a latinx did you happen to like think through like like where his family was from i mean based off of like who we went with as the fan cast it's probably mexican okay yeah probably gotcha um so um but yeah and then you know group batman came around saw that this teenage kid with a lot of anger like maybe sees like a a little bit of himself in that Mm -hmm. kid and he's like this kind of kid this he needs guidance otherwise he's gonna get himself in a lot more trouble and you know given that batman's puerto rican you know he can probably like kind of do one of those like hey we we've got a little bit in common you know yeah. like i'm rich but you're not but you know maybe if you were rich <laughs> like things would go a little different for you i you know i see i, I understand yeah. Yeah. yeah he's not he's not black like dick is you know like <laughs> 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 so he's, he speaks the language Did we yeah, ever decide? And, did we ever? We, we decided that we were going with light skinned Dick Grayson, right? Like, I mean, basically, like, that's right. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, get, I get it. All right. Uh -huh. But, but you know, but Jason keeps, he has the chip on his shoulder still. He's course. got the chip on his shoulder. He's got that he expression. He's yeah. light skinned, but he's still a dark nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, Drake hasn't been picked yet, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I will, will be putting my foot down. We are not <laughs> Drake or Nightwing <laughs> or anything else. <laughs> No, that, no, that's not I what thought, I, mean. I think. He means Tim Drake, man. Yeah, <laughs> the other, Drake. the the other, the other Drake. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, so yeah, Jason so he, becomes Robin. So he dies. He gets killed by yeah. the White Joker. The Joker yeah. probably calls him all types of slurs as he kills him. You know, mm -hmm. just to mess with Batman. You know, you could see the Joker issue to where he's legitimately coming out and trying to build a wall around Gotham campaign. <laughs> yeah. That's right. He draws a, he draws a wall that looks like a smile. Yeah. He's like all legit running for office, you know, where you can't do anything. Like, I could see it. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Joker builds the wall. He's got his red hat on. Right. Because he, he was the Red Hood before the Red Hood. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah. you know, he's, maybe he's the maybe red he's all, hat. He's taking my jobs. So right, so you know, so racist Joker when he finds out that Red Hood is not white, you know, he uh, <laughs> he, he he has the phone he took call. My job. He has the phone they call took and my job. but but sadly the phone calls are only in English. So, you know, <laughs> the the vote the, the vote doesn't come in in Spanish. He he doesn't he let can't any press of two? No, he can't press two. He he he, he screwed that over. And that's why, and this, that's why Jason Todd loses the vote, loses the the phone vote. Um, and yeah, so Jason Todd dies. Now um, he's brought back by Talia Al Ghul, right? Mm -hmm. Brought back by Talia Al Ghul, who's been, you know, like, kind of like watching, like Bruno and like the whole Bat family mm -hmm. took a special interest and decided to uh, help out Jason. That's not Mars. <laughs> and then uh, he, you know, so she kind of had like a surrogate mother figure from her. Mm -hmm. And then she took him to with this this group of monks to get training, to get even further training. And they were just like, please calm down. Please calm down. Mm -hmm. That's the only way. And he's like, okay, I'll calm down. Oh, what? After that? I the killed Joker. the Joker. Is <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. That's the only way I'll be able to calm down with him off the board. I feel yeah. that. So I mean, because does. if a guy kills me, you know, I probably wake up with a bit of a grudge. that I want to kill him back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're better, like I got better, so you're gonna have to die. <laughs> and so he comes back as the Red Hood. It's, I mean, it's very similar. It's very similar to the canon backstory. Yeah, trying to keep like as much of it canon as possible with mm -hmm. a little bit of, you know, sabor. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get. Let me go ahead and jump into what the approval rating for that was. Yeah. Uh, the approval rating was 83.3% uh, approval with 16.7% somewhat disapprove, which I'm Who very angry that? about. I know. I mean, racist. I, I think it's just people tired. I'll be like, oh, another Gotham person. Okay. <laughs> Haters. One thing, one, Haters. One thing I will say, they have recently kind of like uh, giving Jason Todd a bit of a, a racially ambiguous tan in the comics. Yes, I have so, noticed that. So I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up like somehow retconning that he has some, you know, some other ethnicity other than white in his 
in his background. Little, little yeah. fun fact about Jason in uh, uh, DC Bombshells, I believe that's what it was. He mm-hmm. was actually like Hispanic. Oh, oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, like sp- Hispanic via Spain, but still Hispanic. You know? Oh, okay, so, gotcha, like, gotcha. So we just. So he speaks it. Spanish. He speaks Spanish. Yeah. So Got it's it. like. It's not outside of the realm of possibility. He speaks like and, uh, vosotros Spanish, that kind of Spanish. Yeah, like <laughs> with the lisp. And oh, oh, no. Like, who's that? Who's that woman that was married to uh, the one who's in the stories? Oh, Alan um, Baldwin? Oh, Alan yes, Baldwin yes, exactly. Uh, Hilaria. He's Hilaria uh, Todd. <laughs> like, yeah. That's Spanish for hilarious? <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I mean, in his most recent run, he's been spending he's been spending time in Harlem in the uh, Gotham the equivalent of Harlem. The Gotham equivalent of Harlem. That's what that's another reason that, you know, it, it felt like such a loss for the black delegation. He was just hanging around Negroes. Just, you know, just, just gotta just gotta throw your shade at me, huh? Just gotta I make mean, sure just saying. Do it. Just yeah. saying. He wears a hood, my dude. A hood. <laughs> and he died. Jason's Jason's life matters. <laughs> I mean, this is like I, I legitimately thought that we had one more round, and that's why I was like, okay, fine. We we got. I wanted to get Dick Grayson, and then have them be like, okay, we're gonna try to find somebody else, and then I come back around and get Jason Todd because I was trying to get a little bit of my my little hey, slice time of pie. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out. Do you think that like Krakoa like oh! did? like you think that still would have been there? Like you know what I mean? Like maybe interchange that. Maybe that would have happened. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Kia's not wrong strategically, and she and Kia would know as someone who who drafted quite well and knew when knew when to make strategic picks. But uh, it's it's cool. I'm I'm not bitter. It's fine. <laughs> 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 but overall kudos to kudos to the latinx delegation another yeah. strong pick uh, as gotham continues to get get more and more browner. yes get browner and browner more and more yeah. in other uh, words stay out of gotham <laughs> wow <laughs> the shots <laughs> And that brings us to the sixth pick of round four, our buddy Tomati waiting waiting on us in the future. Everybody do um, an accent while we talk about Tomati. Come on, you have to do it. So to do Polynesian it. delegation. Let's hear it, Mike. Come on. Hello, Polynesian delegation. Polynesian delegation. Uh, <laughs> selected That is not what Tommy sounds like. I apologize. I apologize. I don't know what came over me. Um, they so they selected Rogue, uh, which strong pick by the Polynesian delegation. Oh my um, god, I had a gray hair today. I feel like I'm Rogue. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and pull up the rogue backstory from uh wiki 
uh, Anna Marie's mutant power manifested in a way that prevented her from being able to touch another person without absorbing their essence, personality, and in some cases their powers. Out of fear of hurting her loved ones, she ran away and eventually joined with the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Acting on their orders, Rogue attacked Carol Danvers and permanently absorbed her powers of tough skin, superhuman strength, and flight and used those powers to attack the Avengers and X-Men. Being unable to control the mental personality of Carol, Rogue fled from the Brotherhood to the X-Men and joined them, where she has been fighting for the peaceful coexistence of mutants and humans most of her life. So that's the canon Rogue backstory. So she took their essence without their consent, huh? She took, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. she took Captain Marvel's mm-hmm. essence without mm-hmm. her consent. Um, <laughs> you know, it, she's not proud of what she did. She's not proud of what she did, but uh, she say sorry. <laughs> oh. She always gives consent, so she's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but as per you know, as, as the Polynesian delegation is very diligent about uh, about doing new backstories, and uh, they didn't let us, you know, they didn't let us down this time. So, as as always, I have to give the disclaimer that just because it's a new backstory doesn't mean that it completely supersedes the old backstory. Ara Marie, do... oh, go for it. What's up? Um, this is totally relevant. Should mm-hmm. I get French fries from McDonald's? You should absolutely get French fries, Kia. Okay. All right. Not okay, unless you with the class. <laughs> continue. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Ara Marie was born into a large Maori family. She was the youngest of 15. Under the Vulner- Vulnerable Children's Act, she was uplifted from her family. She later found that the reason for her uplift was because she was white passing, and it was deemed that she would be a better fit in a white, pass- in a white family. She never returned to her birth family and was disconnected from her culture. Her powers to absorb memories, abilities, and powers manifested in her teen years. She would use her powers to connect with other Maori. With a touch, she could get a glimpse, a glimpse of what her life would have been. She found that this made her resentful and deepened her disconnection. Ara was aware that her white passing enabled her to avoid racism, level that Maori and people of color around her. She never felt enough to she never felt enough to stand up for her own. The first time she encountered a mutant, his power was pyrokinesis. He held on, she held on for too long and knocked him unconscious. This frightened her. On a field trip to the west coast of her island, she had a chance encounter. She greeted someone and immediately felt power surge through her. She got flashes of a Maori goddess who flew to the winds. She met a tribal member of the Urukuru. The woman she had seen was Te Urua, a.k.a. Storm. How dare you? Ara would eventually find Storm who would bring her to her tribe, help her control and understand the potential of her power, and importantly, she would connect with her identity. Storm would tell her, you must always remember that you are Maori and your ancestors are with you. You will always be enough. Ara would fight alongside Storm and encounter mutants, superpowered people, gods, and other sentient beings. She was now anchored to our ancestors, people, and identity. No matter what or who she absorbed, she had found her purpose. Ara Marie Rogue. They also provided a fan cast, uh, Maori actress Rakura Ture. Um, great backstory, as always. Um, however, you know, as per... As per the, the the dynamics and the rules of the racial draft, it does not mean that the that you know that the existing relationships, such as her relationships with the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants and Mystique, her surrogate mother, uh, have not been superseded. I feel like that can fit well within 
um, the holes in this backstory. So, you know, she can still be the rogue. I mean, holes the, the backstory. <laughs> you know, she can still be the rogue of this backstory while having those connections. And, you know, that's important as well. So, you know, I just wanted to just wanted to mention that because, you know, it's important that we don't over completely overwrite the character. Um, what, what were your thoughts about Rogue? Martine. Mm, um, I'm always a fan of uh, Tom Matisse picks and the backstories that he gives. Um, it is like a very interesting way of like doing the whole like to uh, absorption thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean I I don't have like a lot of thoughts on Rogue. I um, I mean I can't I don't really know what to say. I'm not like a huge like fan of Rogue. Okay. Like, I'm not like a fan like a follower of her. Gotcha. Uh, but uh, I I like the pick for that. Got it. Uh, what about you, Mar- uh, I'm Sorry. What about you, Randy? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I have to just sort of echo what everybody else has already said, but just the fact that he incorporated um, a, a very real part of uh, the culture down there um, in, in New Zealand of, like, you know, indigenous people being, you know, swept up from from their culture and, and like, disconnected, and, and they have to kind of reconcile that and find a way to reconnect and all that. I feel like that's, you know, I always enjoy just the the very personal nature of it. It's it's not just you know, um, I guess not not just a mythological aspect of it, but it's it's something that's like now currently uh, relevant. Right. No, I get that. Yeah, and and I think that one thing that you know one thing that I was I've been really impressed by um, with Tomati in this current season is um, the extent to which these elements have been infused into the character without completely taking the character out of out of their their current uh track um you know by making rogue you know white passing and potentially um you know potentially being raised in the south and having that you know southern accent that we typically associate with with rogue um you know that that element can still be there while having this whole thing that rogue has a has a uh, unknown backstory that she's trying to connect with and you know being able to connect with uh, her culture kind of gives her a little bit str- a little bit more strength than um than like one of the things that we've known about rogue is that she has been looking for community and she has been looking for family and yeah. to have that that be one of the aspects of family and community she's looking for does really enhance the character. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Shep? I always love his backstories. He he's writes, you know, some of the best out of all of us. Um, I do wonder, say, points wise, though, does Rogue have anything coming out that's focused on her? Uh, I, I like I like that. I like his mindset. <laughs> I would probably say no. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, she she's in the Excalibur team. You know, yeah. she's got the the marriage to Gambit. And who knows, you know, they could always take her into different directions, you know, here and there because of um, because of her connection to Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. There's a possibility she could pop up there, here and there. But, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I take your point that she may not be a heavy hitter uh, from a points perspective, even if she's a heavy hitter from a, you know, comic book character perspective. Yeah. 
Um, I don't think I mentioned the approval rating. The approval rating for this was 96.2 percent. Um, with uh, That's seven, they want him to lose. Oh, <laughs> with 73.1 percent strongly approve and 23.1 percent somewhat approve, and only 3.8 percent somewhat disapprove, with zero percent strongly disapprove. So the people, the people liked it. The people loved it actually. I mean, if I can read some of the, you know, how many can, people voted for that one? Uh, more than more than everyone else. <laughs> um, let's get a handle on what some of the people have said. Uh, shout out to Pakahea, uh, Zoe. Great new background. Must read for those who like Rogue. I love it so much. Uh, Kaziah Wallace. Yes, love Rogue so much. I've cosplayers her before, but I'd much rather cosplay as Ara. So, yeah, people were really into it on Twitter. Um, and shout out to Tom and T because he speaks four languages and that's awesome! <laughs> that is true. And I found my free tutor. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yes, shout out to the fan cast. Hopefully she finds this um, finds this and maybe cosplays as Rogue herself. That would be that would be awesome. We gotta, okay. we gotta, we gotta advocate for that more i think well yeah something you could do is always just try to tag some of these people in it yeah yeah or something you guys could do when you make picks <laughs> but that brings us to the black delegation which declined to play a villainous role given the controversy behind this pick um mm -hmm. Because they were scared because they were punks. I mean, not really. Like, not really? Like... That's what a punk would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me go ahead and say who the pick is first before we roast before we roast the black delegation. Um, they, the black delegation drafted Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. Ms. Marvel, a.k.a. one of the uh, highest profile uh, young characters and probably the highest profile uh, Muslim American uh, Marvel characters. I will read from the Marvel Wiki. Kamala Khan, aka Ms. Marvel, is a Muslim Pakistani American teenager from New Jersey. She, protests, she possesses latent inhuman lineage activated by a Terrigen bomb. When she was exposed to the Terrigen mist, she became a polymorph with the ability to stretch her body in almost any way imaginable. Kamala was a huge fan of superheroes, especially Carol Danvers, the former Ms. Marvel. She went on to become the newest holder of the Ms. Marvel identity and also, of course, became the founder of the Champions. Yep. And uh, I don't believe there are any major changes to her backstory. But I will let you tell it, Randy. Yeah, tell uh, us about it, Randy. Yeah, so basically my thought was that I knew that people were going to be kind of upset with, with um, drafting Kamala Khan. Well, I mean, people who are Muslims. Like, I mean, the people who are, you know, so basically my thought was, is there yeah. some ways that I can have her still be Muslim and still be um Pakistani, uh, you know, just kind oh, of try yeah. to, to, I guess, square the circle or whatever, get get as close to um, 
you know, not not downplaying things that people believe are critical to her character. So mm-hmm. you were scared, pretty much, essentially, to you know walk your own way. Now, to be fair, to be fair to Randy here, I think that there are two factors here, right? Because obviously uh, Kamala Khan is very important to uh, Muslim American fans, um, and I think it would be uh, problematic in some way to sort of try to strip away. This is uh, what the racial draft is about. No, 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 no. I'm talking about, I am talking about her religious faith. Right. Yeah, take it all. (laughs) I'm saying that, I'm saying that there is a way that Kamala Khan could be black and still be Muslim. Yes, we all know that. But But still, it's a lot more fun to upset people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, but, but see, my thing is, I I really I don't really feel comfortable doing that when we already don't really have a whole lot of people of color being represented. So I did want to try to be now say for example. But you're not the multiracial white, delegation. No, no, no. But you're the I, black I, delegation. If I take a white character, she should have been all, Pentecostal. You know this. Wow. <laughs> there are a lot of black Muslims. How dare you? There are. <laughs> he could have been Kamala X. Like, like I'm not gonna all of a sudden like turn around and be like, oh yeah, Kamala, she's actually um Catholic now. Like, no, (laughs) (laughs) trying to bully him into it. (laughs) Like, go ahead, say it, say it on, say it on this podcast. She's Catholic. But but no, she. I I did want to try to be respectful to her, uh, her cultural background, and so I actually did a little bit of research on on Wikipedia. So I. Hope yes. it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I typed that in the other day. <laughs> Jokes on you. So, 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 so mention what you you know. I, right, I, I right. so, her, so talk her, about it. Yeah. So her her um her new backstory, I guess, is that she's from um she's still from Pakistan, but she's now part of a racial subset um of of Pakistani people who descended from African Bantu people. Right. And they're 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 uh, they're called the CDs. Mm-hmm. So basically, they look, you know, they're black, they're darker skinned, but they are still Muslim and they still live in Pakistan. So right. However, this is where I put you under the this is where I put you under the hot lights, Randy. Do it. This is where I put you under the hot lights, Randy. Okay. Uh, she still grows up in in New Jersey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her family, I suppose, are uh, African descended. Yeah. Yep. And therefore, in America, when people see her, are they going to see her as Pakistani or are they going to see her as black? Well, I mean, they're going to see her as black. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, but I mean, they're, they're going to see her as black just because, like, nobody really takes the time to do the due diligence and say, oh, well, uh, well, are you, like, you know, they don't really think about it like that. So yeah. people are like, oh, well, you don't look. I do, Randy. You don't? That's kind of weird. They, 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 they do crap like that. They're like, oh, well, you don't look Muslim, which, you know, Muslim is not a race, first of all. And then on top of that, you know, just people come in all different shades and they don't really take that into consideration. So she would I do. Like a Miles yeah. Morales or somebody who would be considered more black than 
trying to take the time to say, oh, well, he's black and Latino, or mm -hmm. she's black and yes. also Arab. To put you so, under the microscope. So, so, so what I what I would also say is that then would not That's her not experience be shaped by the fact that she's you know phenotypically uh, likely to be uh, viewed as a member of the black community? Is it oh, fair to call yeah. them the black community when a lot of them are very brown? Like, if you really like, you know, you use the brown box. Like, I feel like, you know, if we're just going to be all nice and, you know, do the right thing, shouldn't we call it the brown delegation? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, I, I don't really know what, what would have been a more satisfactory way to go in this direction because I don't really, I, I don't, I don't really feel comfortable doing that with somebody who already you belongs to comfortable I, no, I, listen. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just saying that what, what I'm what I all I'm trying to get at is that you know you did you did the Google you did the Googles and I respect it, right? But I imagine that there is really afraid. I of imagine that there is an really experience that is unique to those people to the cities as African descendants who grew up right. in Pakistan. Right. Do that, we have? That do would we have be anybody a who... different. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me make my point. So their experience in Pakistan is probably different from yeah. uh, South Asian people in Pakistan, right? And then we definitely their experience in the States would be different. Yeah. So, you know, to the extent that there's room for you to flesh out flesh out the backstory, this is, again, it's, it's additive. It's not necessarily subtractive. You wouldn't right. necessarily be saying that she doesn't have the strong uh, experience of being Muslim American and all the, what all that comes with being a Muslim American. But also, she's still black. And right. you made her black. You drafted her as black. Which right. means she's got to be black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, so that's talk about point. it. Talk about what black Kamala Khan is like. Well, I mean, Don't be scared. Black Kamala Khan is, is obviously, she's outspoken. And because she comes from a, an intersection, I'm saying because she comes from an intersection of blackness which uh -huh. black women are obviously treated as like you know somebody who's easily disregarded or easily ignored and being muslim and the nation is very islamophobic so i don't really know how much more i can you know say except that she you know she has the extra i mean maybe she talks a bit more slang or whatever but i don't really know how much different does she eat collard greens <laughs> Of course. How could she do like... that if she's Muslim and there's pork in them collard greens? <laughs> that was a trick question. You fell for the trap. <laughs> oh. well, I'm telling you that there are different ways that people are able to flavor their food or whatever. Like, I don't know all the different. I definitely don't know how to cook. So I mean, you got me with that one. But I mean, you just you make no. that adjustment. It's just like somebody who's vegan or something like that. They don't do things exact same way. There's... No, I mean, we we're just playing. I mean, I've definitely had collard greens with turkey. Um, it's it's it, it can be it's done. It's not the same, is it? No, nope. it, it can it can be done. <laughs> but um. I mean, you know, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that although it's definitely slightly different, like definitely much different, there is a very famous person who has the same name, albeit pronounced differently, who has, uh, as Ms. Marvel, that is about to become the vice president of the United States. Yeah. 
and she's black. Yeah, exactly. That's what but I'm she's saying. also I mean, South Asian. Well, but but that's my point. Like you don't so really. Is she the fan cast? No, of course not. She's, she's like not. 50 years old, Kia. Oh my God, <laughs> ages, ages, <laughs> No, but that's what I'm saying. I, I don't really even feel comfortable speaking in that capacity because I don't Cindy, know. If you don't feel comfortable, like, you probably so, shouldn't pick them. Oh. Why, not? Oh. why not? That's fired. No, but I'm saying why not? Because somebody else who really because is you're not comfortable. Them. And you should have picked Red Hook. <laughs> I, I was waiting for this to come around. Because <laughs> it, it's you know people people are able to kind of fill in the blanks if they are Muslim or if they are you know so they're able to kind of fill in the 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 certain aspects of it that I am unable to do. Like I could see if it was just me. Like you, know, so you have limitations. I do, of course. Okay. I hear you. Human. What a beautiful, I, how, I like how we close that up with him just being a human yeah. being with limitations. That's so, so if I, if I may be, if I may be critical, Randy, all, all I wanted to say is that I, I appreciate the, the tough situation that you were in based on the pick that you decided to make. And <laughs> I, and I, I think that. You never appreciate it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I but I but I think that I think that people would have appreciated, um, you know, given that we had time to come up with a backstory, that people would have appreciated the effort trying to to figure those things out, and then it could have, people could have added to it. People who had that experience might have been able to add to it, because yeah, I couldn't sleep at night because you didn't do it. <laughs> you know. Because, because it, no, because in all seriousness, like just saying that she's, she's black, but she's Pakistani, you know, isn't like, we know that there would be changes. We know that she would be um, perceived as black first, you know, and we know that that would potentially not necessarily change who she is as a character, but it could, it would definitely change how she relates to some of the other black characters, for instance, you know? I mean, yeah. yes, but uh, to be fair, I don't really know of any black characters that she really relates to other than Miles. Like in the comics, I don't really see her around a whole lot of black characters. So she's because she's not black. Like, okay, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So you have to kind of like speculate who she would be friends with. I'm not really Me? sure. That's what I'm saying. Who who could I just like you know I could speculate, but I couldn't be. Speculate. Speculate away. You're right here on the show. Speculate. Yeah, right here on the show. Do it. Riri Williams. I no, don't give him no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you, if you, if you just mention somebody, I can't really know for sure she would get along because, like, they, I don't really know how much different it would be. I don't really know how much it would change her personality or, or you know, how she views other people. Like, no, no, no. I, I, I know. I, I, here's the thing. I'm not even saying it would change her personality. I'm saying it would potentially, you know, like again, Kamala can say the n-word. Black Kamala can. Regular Kamala can't. <laughs> like, you know, it's, I, I mean, know. she. I'm, I'm here's the of... thing. She actually has, if I remember correctly, like her sister-in-law, is black. 
See, I didn't know that. That's what I'm saying. I don't really know about her like that. So I, I couldn't really just speak to, like, <laughs> I don't. And I, I don't really know about her. And I don't really know about, like, what things would be necessarily different being a black Muslim as opposed to being a non-black Muslim. Okay. That's cool. Well, let's jump into the approval rating, which I'm sure has no bearing on, on this discussion. <laughs> the uh, approval rating for this pick was uh, 77.8% with a 55.6 strongly approved, 22.2 somewhat approved, 11.1 uh, somewhat disapproved, and 11.1 strongly disapproved. Now, I don't know if people are are being haters here or if they're just confused um, because they don't know all that these things that you talked about because that could have gone into your backstory. I if, if I I'm, I'm I'm not really sure what exactly I could change. That's that's all I can keep saying. I'm I'm not really sure what I could change that would you know, be, be additive and not subtracting away from what is already, you know, Who are you about. afraid of? <laughs> I, Take I mean, a chance, honey. I mean, here's the thing. I, I, I feel like I'm, I feel like it, it comes off like I'm being, like I'm attacking you and I, I'm not really no, attacking I, you. I, are, you know, I, like, I understand. I understand. But, but the only, the only thing is I feel, I would feel more comfortable if it was a character who was not in like a marginalized position already. I, I could see if it was like just a regular white character. Sure, sure, yeah. In the majority, so right, but 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 this was but you you drafted the character, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you didn't you didn't have to go for the high degree of difficulty, but you it went was, for the high was, degree of difficulty. It was more a, a strategic decision, points wise. Well, was. I mean. If you're prepared to embrace the role of a villain, you when can do, you do that. do you care about points? <laughs> I mean, this entire time I've been trying to hopefully get people who would get points. So, no. oh, uh, listen, from a, from a, here's the thing. From a pure points perspective, Kamala is a good pick because Kamala is a very popular and very important character. We know this, but we also know that one of the things that makes her a very popular and very important character is is her background. Right. And what we like in let's let's think about it. Let's think it all the way through. Right. If if instead of casting the woman who like I can't remember her name, the young lady who was cast as Kamala Khan, um, if they had cast a uh, a, a CD's uh, girl in the role. There would have been a discourse around that. Right. Yes. Um, even though she is. Muslim and Pakistani, there would have been a discourse around it because that would have been different from what people had thought. So, I mean, you know, this is this is the game, right? This is the racial draft game. You know, yeah. you're 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 drafting someone, you're bringing them into your community, and in bringing them into community, there are uh, trade-offs. There are you know, people see them uh, specifically when we're talking about blackness. We know that often. Uh, black, you know, like you said, when you talk about Kamala, I mean, so when you talk about Amaz Morales, for instance, like even though he's of Afro Latino, like he's seen as black first, right. you know, and so that's part of the burden of of drafting someone as black. 
that even if you have these other identities within them, um, the blackness is going to feature prominently. And it's just a thing that has to be addressed. Um, I'm not saying this is a thing that takes away from the character. I don't think it takes away from the character, but it's just a thing okay. that would be addressed. And, you know, there would be people who would feel like uh, people could forget about the other aspect of their uh, identity because they're black. And I think that because you didn't go into the backstory in, in, in depth, I think a lot of people just no saw... No backstory. I, I think people saw, oh, black Kamala Khan, and they didn't think of all the things that you wanted to address with that. You know what I yep. mean? I, I honestly, I, I could not have thought of a, a deeper way. I, I don't know about Muslim culture. And so I didn't want to like, you know, cause you can, you can go look and, and like, oh yeah, let me read up on, you know, but there are so many different sects and so many different, like, just, I don't know. It, it felt, it felt like I would have been potentially overwriting something that, was not you were scared to be wrong you're you're scared to be wrong somehow we have cultivated a um environment environment where you're scared to be wrong where you feel as though people might come at you if you are wrong no 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 it's not just a matter of just being wrong it's a matter of being disrespectful to people who legitimately yeah. don't need but to have, I, and that's scary. But you know, you got to take chances. You know, like we all know that, like at the end of the day, you're not an expert, but you got to try. Got to put yourself out there. Yeah, because, the social media is so, like, because social like media is so gracious about about uh, making sure to understand the nuances of my situation. I'm I'm sure that would have gone well. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, while I while I agree with you, Randy. Um, you know, it's not like, it's not like I would have hung you out there to dry or, you know, like. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't was, have hung you out I to dry. Right? Being, <laughs> <laughs> I was being honest, I wouldn't. <laughs> and no, but in all seriousness, like I, I'm just, I'm just throwing this idea out there because we're only in round four. We've got more rounds to go and you may find yourself in in similar you may find yourself <laughs> we're not going we're not going to go back down this rabbit hole Kira. <laughs> like, but you know you might find yourself in a similar rabbit hole where you want to draft someone from a different community and you know i think that there's a i think i think there is a way to reconcile um the identities while not while not being disrespectful you know and you know the, what I would hope for anyone who, who who makes who makes a pick, unless you just want to go full villain, which we we endorse, you know, like because it's all in fun anyway. Um, but you know, people have people have tried to reconcile as best as they could, and 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 again, the backstory is not changing. You know, like her, her she's still going to be Kamala Khan. She's still going to have right. all the characteristics that Kamala Khan has that make people make her such a popular character. It's just that she's also black, you know? And, yeah. you know, like people might see her differently. Black girls might relate to her differently in in, in addition to the Muslim American, the you know, in addition to the Muslim American fans, you know, you, he would, she would also be a role model for black kids. She might also, you know, experience that in terms of the characters that are fans of her in universe. 
Well, I mean, okay, I, I'll put it this way. Say, for example, if you if you have um Storm, and yes. you know that Storm is kind of she sort of has vaguely had the 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 uh, a look into her identity kind of questioned of like, is she black enough? Is she African enough or whatever? So, I mean, I guess you could go into that, but I don't, like I said, that's another culture that I don't know anything about. Like to say, you know, what specifically that person struggles with. True. Like, well, well listen, Tommy drafted, Tommy drafted the black all the way out of her, you know, like right. <laughs> when, when Tommy right. drafted storm, she didn't, he didn't care at all about the fact that he was taking a black woman away <laughs> from the black community. Let that be, let that right. be a lesson to you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was like, fuck the kids. <laughs> I mean, to, to, to be honest, I actually did have another character in mind who might potentially show up down the line. Another so, character in mind? Who is this one, Randy? Please tell us. Oh no no no! I mean, this is. I, I feel like this one would actually probably generate even more static than Kamala Khan. So. Ooh. Oh. Well. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll think about it. Uh, I, I'm not sure. It's not okay. decided. And, and it's also not for this round. So I'll just. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, right. Well, you know, it gets. Listen, it gets harder when you're not drafting trees and mountains. You know, for your. <laughs> 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 I understand. <laughs> oh, I love this. I mean, I now I, I drafted a tree and, and I took that away from, from the Scarlett Johansson delegation. <laughs> I, I need a little bit of credit. Yeah, the Scarlet delegation will be coming to us in uh season three. <laughs> um all right, I'm gonna kick you off the hot seat. Thank thank you for being such a good sport. Um, yeah, yeah, no problem. And um, any so I said that I, I already gave the uh, the what's his name I already gave the approval rating. Anyone else have any thoughts about about Kamala with the black delegation? All right, let's move on to the multiracial delegation. That's right. All right, Shep. Well, I'll tell you, I'll say tell to let the people know who the pick is first. Is. Ileana Rasputin. Yep. AKA Magic for the multiracial delegation. We did not find out what her uh, mix. Of, She's gonna be black and white. There's black. a whole. Uh, wait, wait, wait. When you say black Russian. and white, you mean American white, or do you mean uh, Russian white? Ah, uh, black and Russian. There we go. All so, right. So she uh, keeps the name. She's Ileana Rasputin. Yep. So I kind of got caught it because I've been working on the RPG stuff. <laughs> so mm, that's not of... good. Not an excuse. Not an excuse. Oh, oh, oh really? Model <laughs> draft and no background. I'm with Key on this one. See. All right, get you on. Let me go ahead and jump in. Uh, let me read the let me read from the wiki first. Um, it's not a lot, so you have a lot of room to uh, extrapolate, even though you didn't submit a backstory. Uh, <laughs> Magic is a powerful sorceress and mutant, able to teleport across time and space, who suffers from internal demons but remains an angel at her core. Uh, she grew up in Limbo, aka Other Place, raised by its ruler and her abductor Belasco. The student eventually bests her master, becomes sorceress supreme, and goes on to work with the new mutants as Magic. And so there's there was a whole bunch of black people, kind of just before World War One and just after. Mm -hmm. and the, the angle I was going for was basically her family, her black side of her family, which had been her uh, 
I'm trying to go back. That'd been like her great grandfather. Okay. Then her great, yeah, great, yeah, great grandfather, and then her grandmother, his daughter, would have been the ones to immigrate just after uh, Tulsa massacre. When they said there was a lot of blacks who actually did immigrate during that time over. Hmm. Okay. So but I've got research that. It kind of goes sure. real deep, but there was a big period of time between like. Mm-hmm. But didn't sorry to cut you off. Sorry to cut you off. But didn't didn't Ileana and uh, and Mikhail didn't they grow up still in Russia though? Well, that's the whole point. There's a lot of black people who immigrated over there and stayed. There's a there is a many mixed black community that's over there. You're right. Yeah, I was just making sure that like because she does identify as Russian. Yeah, that'd right? be the whole point. So her whole change would be when you're talking about like integrating with cultures. She mm-hmm. would be that person who would never say the N word because she doesn't view it that way. She'd have a very, yeah. she would still view everything as as being Russian first and black second. Her immigrating okay. over, her rediscovering blackness, that mm-hmm. part of her. So her she she would emigrate over, I suppose, more because of the X Men then. Yeah, the X Men broader, but then that'd be the thing of she now gets this opportunity, not just because the X Men are taking her over, but now it's a Oh, I get to see where actually my family came from, and what's this whole mer- other than what they've been told? Like she gets to just experience it for herself. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. So hers and- would be a journey that you could use to say if, if I was like doing a book for this, use mm-hmm. as a way to explore black culture as an outsider. Got it, got it. I could see that. All right. Um, so, you know, part of her journey, in addition to having to deal with having been in limbo and having that whole demon thing going for her, that she's also now trying to connect with the black part of her that she didn't have an opportunity to connect with in, you know, in Russia, for instance. Yeah, she would have been like four generations deep. Got it. Um, and yeah, so you know. She isn't coming right? from sex trafficking origins? Yeah. Well, I mean... She was a demon, demon queen. So maybe running sex traffic, but oh wow! Oh, wow. No, I think no, I think That's I think he was alluding to. I think Khalid Key was alluding to the New Mutants movie where they made spoiler. Oh, alert. I, I, I refuse yeah. to acknowledge that that was even made. But yeah, spoiler alert: there was a <laughs> there was a sex trafficking angle in the uh, New Mutants movie. Um, oh, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like explored per se as much as it was alluded to you know um, yeah um but um you know i understand they they uh they went a different they went a different way which is you know people do that in the on the racial draft but we want to stay within the essence of the character but um so, so the, other, the other thing that's behind it Mm-hmm. Oh, and so going to the more important part that Key and I care about, which is getting points. Mm-hmm. All the X-Men suffer from the fact that outside of a very few, like pretty much the one I drafted, not too many X-Men have their own solo book. That is correct. Yeah. Pop into books. Exactly. <clears throat> but Magic seems to be a big favorite of the current uh, team. She's been in everybody's book. Yes. She's in well, she has her Magic. relationship with Kitty yeah. Pride. Um, whether, you know, some people would like it to be more of a relationship, um, but they're at least really good friends. Um, she also has the new mutants, right? Um, potentially she might be a lead on that book. 
Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the book that you would see her in most often, but she's also a captain, so she she benefits mm-hmm. what I call the Cyclops effect that you're gonna see right. her doing something in a in a book in some way, leading a team. Right. She's in uh, Strange Academy as well. Yeah. So she, and she's a favorite there, even during the crossovers. Uh Savage Avengers too. Yes, I was gonna say she's in Savage Avengers. And she carries a big ass anime sword, which, yeah. you know, who doesn't love a big yeah. ass anime sword? Yep, and so as far as how we're some doing guys wish they carry that. Yeah. So as far as we're doing points, she's always gonna get something with combat, she's always gonna get something with magic, she's always gonna potentially do something with demon summoning. Uh-huh. She she's a point getter. She's just probably slightly more unpredictable, but in in the way because she's favored, she's almost shows up. Even when um some of the crossovers that happened last summer when you had uh when the whole you know, plant uprising thing. She was right. talking. Yeah, she was leading the forces in that respect. Yeah. The X of Sword, she was big in that. She was in every, almost in every issue that crossed over. She was in. That's true. That's true. Uh, um, she's a, she's you know, get her just not as predictable, but uh, she's just one. She's my X card for points. I know I'm a good point for I just can't have a firm guarantee. Yeah, and I'm not going to ask you to tip your hand in terms of future draft picks, but, you know, she, she of course, has a very well-known sibling. And um, well, her very well-known sibling hasn't popped in a lot. Right. Right. <laughs> but, um, and, you know, of course, she has a, like I, like I mentioned before, she has a well-known uh, best friend, we'll call her. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it's sad that uh, <laughs> Heavy got more points last year than a. Uh, Get Cross- it? Get it, Mike? Heavy petting. <laughs> so we'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll see whether those relationships, how those relationships pan out, when if, if and when those characters get drafted, um, we'll see how how those interconnections kind of play out. But um, so all right. What do you think about the pick, Martine? Okay. <laughs> well, the more important question is what did the people think about the pick? So the people gave it a 94.5% hmm. approval rating. Oh, uh, not really sure how that math adds up, but we're going to stick with it. 94.5, oh. <laughs> um, 66.7%. Strongly approve, 27.8% somewhat approve, 5.6% somewhat disapprove, and 0% strongly disapprove. So overwhelmingly, the people were pro-magic, you know? And look, it's kind of black girl magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be the title of her solo. Yeah. Black girl magic, you know? I mean, I'm with it. You you sold me on it. I was a little skeptical before, but you know, from a now he's know, a believer. But it's like you know, you know, you mentioned the you mentioned the Black Russian thing. You mentioned the the fact that she's a big points getter, and you know, I mean, honestly, you know, I could see it. I could see a. I could see the cosplay options for sure. Of uh, of 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 a uh, biracial biracial um, people cosplaying as as magic, 
I mean, just think of the whole one issue alone of her getting braids the first time and having to fight somebody. You know? <laughs> are you saying, are, you, are she going to get braids by demons? Like, because he's in limbo? No, she's giving it a black period. It'd be her first thing, so she's got to get him. But, I mean, just the whole thing of knowing how long that process takes and then having to do a, a supervillain fight in between. That's, that's a compliment. <laughs> Wait, so she is, she, is she not blonde then? No, she wouldn't be blonde. Oh, that throws me that threw me off. I just assumed she'd just be blonde with just oh, no, like no. a darker keep, complexion. Keep, keep keep your assumptions. I mean, <laughs> look, when you don't spell oh when you don't spell it out, I, I gotta, you know, all I can do is assume. So that's that's what would shock you and then the issue would come out and you'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> or you could do like what the other people do and submit a backstory. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyhow. Ooh. Ooh. Well, any other thoughts about uh, multiracial Randy, magic? Randy, do you have any thoughts? I'm actually not a big huge fan of magic, so this might actually draw me in and make me really? more of a fan of her. Wow. <laughs> speak on it, Randy. Speak on it. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never really just... I, I, it's her character, like her personality, never really stuck with me. Like I, I see, like Why? the, the most, the most I've actually enjoyed Magic is um in the earlier issues of uh, New Mutants when she was like hanging out with Kitty. That was like their 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 banter back and forth. I liked when they were um like playing around and joking around. But I haven't really cared for her since then. All right. What about I mean... her personality? Like turns you away. I'm not even really sure. I just I feel like they was it because the, she was the white? writers, the subsequent <laughs> well no, but I'm saying the, the subsequent writers I guess have like it feels to me as though they've decided that like goth person is a personality, which I don't think it is. But that's um I, it you know, certainly it certainly is because I was definitely goth for a while in my day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be trying to excuse your behavior. <laughs> Let me find out that Kia. Let me find out that Kia is magic, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Only now, Kia, you owe us a cosplay. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's right, you're. If I'm if I'm if I'm gonna be honest, I didn't like magic back in the day because I felt like she was always dying, and you know it gets tired seeing a character die over and over again. It just feel you know doesn't feel useful. But when she aged up, she got she got better. When she was kind of, you know, the kid and the kind of over sexual outfit, it was kind of creepy. Yeah, that's you know, there was that was yeah, but but the aging up is kind of a cheat code anyway, right? She still have Tiggo biggies. Oh yeah, Um, yeah. Okay. You know, it's like her her outfit isn't. This shit. Well, no, her outfit is kind of revealing. Her outfit's got to be her outfit. You you don't get to. You don't get to just be like, ah. You don't. You don't feel a respectability sexualizing the little black girl. I'm oh, no. saying that the character's got to be the character, and when you draft oh, the character, you got to draft no, what comes. No, with that's it. not. That's not the answer to the question. It's just a yes or no. I, I mean, she would still identify more as Russian than as black. So I mean, it's not. So now you're saying that Russians are just sexual, are just sexy, and you're just sexual. I'm Russian. saying no, but, that but she owns her sexuality. Really... No, you're just, you just like yeah, according to your porn, they all, all, all <laughs> Russians are just. I, I don't think that, I don't. 
I don't think that she would view herself as like a black woman being sexualized. I would think that she would view herself as a Russian woman owning her sexuality. I don't think that she would perceive it the same. You think that Russian women like, like, own their sexuality, or are they forced? No, I'm to saying, I'm saying that Ileana would own her Shep sexuality. Said, Shep has already said that that magic identifies more with her Russian side than with her blackness. So that's yeah, that's you know, an American you, stereotype uh, woman, that Russians are sexually sexy. No, 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 no. Kia, kia, kia. Here's the thing. Oh, but Here's, it's specific to her personality, though. Yes, I agree. Because. We're talking about a woman who a young we're talking about a young woman who grew up who grew up around demons, like literal demons in hell. Or limbo, you know what? As it were. It's all good. It's all good. You know what? I'll ask Annie. Oh. <laughs> you know what though? It's funny because for her, even though and I'll quote you, Randy. Russian I'll quote you. And, she, and she goes with her Russian side, she was taken as a kid. There's you know, Colossus identifies with his Russian heritage way more than Magic does. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that's a, I mean, if we're, I mean, you know, keeping things kind of, kind of canon or even not, even just changing her beginning origins, she was kidnapped as, what was she, like seven, ten, something like that? that? Seven, very ten. young. Yeah. When she was kidnapped into limbo and grew up in limbo, right? So her, her Russian exposure is, of a kid, you know. There's I always thought her limbo was like all a figment of her imagination to escape her. No, it was, no, 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 no. That was a real thing. Actually, in the underworld, yeah, yeah. It's one of the reason, really. She's one of the more powerful X-Men because she's, you know, somebody goes and and nullifies mutant powers. Well, she's like, you know, magic bitch. <laughs> right, she's she more than just just mutant yeah. powers. Yeah, yeah, because her soul sword and her armor aren't. Aren't mutant power based. They're only really mutant power and teleportation. Yeah, right. That's, that's it. Everything else about her is way more magic than say mutant. Mm-hmm. And so you know, her her viewpoint would be like I said, her Russian heritage is as a kid. She gets rescued. You know, for me, that's why when I was looking at it, this would be like the big reason for her to want to go to America because she's like I said, her Russian experience is a seven or eight year old. You know, go find a seven or eight year old and see what they know about. America, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> well, I look forward to uh, seeing the full backstory, and um, you know, incorporating. Yeah, All right. <laughs> Which brings us to the final pick of the fourth round, the East Southeast Asian delegation. Um, our, bo- our our buddy Ron, he of the never appearing on the podcast, uh, <laughs> went ahead and drafted. Uh, Sue Storm, uh, East Southeast Asian. Um, I thought, okay, all right. And um, Sue Storm, aka Invisible Woman, from the Fantastic Four. I will go ahead and read from the wiki page. Dr. Susan Sue Richards, Knee Storm. AKA the Invisible Woman, was an, invis- was an American superpowered adventurer. She was a college student before she was exposed to high levels of cosmic radiation. When boyfriend and scientist Dr. Reed Richards took her with her younger brother Johnny Storm and pilot Ben Grimm into space in the stolen rocket Marvel One, the radiation mutated her and her friends 
turning her invisible and allowing her to create force fields. Together they became the Fantastic Four, a team of adventurers who explored space, time, and alternate dimensions and saved the world along the way from science-based threats. So, you know, I mean, part of the first family of Marvel, one of the top uh, female characters in the game. Uh, Martine, what are your thoughts of Sue Storm or Sue Richards, as it were? Um, I like it. Uh, they've now made half of the Fantastic Four, uh, East Asian, Southeast Asian. And uh, I'm going to be surprised if their next one isn't Johnny. I kind of am going to be a little because they got him last time. So it just makes sense for reason. And uh, but yeah, like that they, they should not make the same mistake that we did. Like we didn't weren't able to get both Sue and Johnny. Like they should just they should go just draft Johnny too. They just go for it. They should just go for it. You know. Yeah. I mean, I like that. Kind of, it's kind of weird. Like the whole like if what if the whole Fantastic Four were Asian? That'd be that'd be amazing. You know. Mm-hmm. I actually had I actually had a suspicion. That um that the 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 Maori delegation might try to go for Johnny just because they specifically mentioned a mutant uh, a, a person with like pyrokinetic powers in Rogue back. Yeah. But you see, they mentioned a mutant, not uh. Yeah, so I, I'm not I'm not really sure who who qualifies as a mutant. Pyro. <laughs> with fire pyro. Yeah, yeah pyro. Like, no, I know, but I'm saying I don't know if they would really go for him points wise. But, Wait you know, a second! Yeah. Are all of a sudden are we thinking that the Polynesian delegation is all about the points? No, I'm not saying. That. I'm, <laughs> saying that, I'm I'm saying that it's not it's not entirely like I don't know I, I don't know I've, as far as like them going like completely out of the way and just like disregarding points altogether. I don't think that would be. Well, I mean, Pyro's still around in the uh, what do you call it in in the uh, Marauders book, so it's not like he's not he doesn't have a profile whatsoever yeah that's true but um listen i i'm not going to sit here and tell the asian delegation who to draft uh they're you know we're just a couple hours away from when we kick off uh round five it would be awesome if they picked the human torch but um you know i'm not telling them who to draft but you know three out of four having three out of four members of fantastic four be uh east asian would be kind of cool yeah, I think Ron's a bot. <laughs> <laughs> I really think so. I think he's controlled by numerous hackers, and I don't think he's real. <laughs> you need him to you need him to click um the thing on the computer like yeah. where where it says like I am not a bot, and he selects yeah. like how many how many I of think those you squares. Should that, you should make a poll and say like <laughs> you think Ron's a bot. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, I'll go ahead and jump in with the approval rating. As uh, this seems like some hateration and holleration in his dancery. Um, 80, 85.7% approval rating for Sue Storm, um, including 64.3% strongly approve, 21.4% somewhat approve, 0% somewhat disapprove, and 14.3% strongly disapprove. That sounds like people who need their blonde. Uh, they're blonde, blue-eyed uh, princess, and they didn't get it, and they're mad. Martine was the one that disapproved. <laughs> Let them stay Martine, mad. Tell us about that. Tell us about that experience, Martine. <laughs> Why would I disapprove of that? 
Oh, don't play, don't don't play like you didn't. I saw you press the button. You we don't live anywhere close to each other. Yeah, and you do not know where I live, and I'm gonna keep it that way. Keep lying to the people, Martin. We were just hanging out. Are you doubting your stalking skills, Martin? Yeah, are you doubting? So Shep, what were your thoughts about uh, cams are amazing? What were your thoughts about East Asian Sue Storm or Sue Richards? I like it because I feel that they're gonna they're definitely gonna try to make a Fantastic Four sweep. I mean, you get the full book. Yeah. You know, unless somebody else stops them. I mean, uh, the Jewish delegation could go ahead and make the steal and keep things Jewish. But wow. outside of that, I think it's a good pick. I mean, she appears in that book. She potentially can appear in Cap's book when doing a whole uh, was the Daughters the of Daughters Liberty. of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she had her solo book for a little while that that run. Um, That's you know, she's I mean, the it, most besides besides Reed Richards. She's like the second most. Well, my mom's the second most crossover you'll see in weird stuff pop out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I think she. I would say she's probably the most powerful member of the Fantastic oh, yeah. Four. But Reed, no but Reed is the one who's more likely to appear because of intelligence. You know. Um. But yeah, like she's. I think she scores actually does think i do think she scores more points per appearance um mm-hmm. i don't have those numbers in front of me right now but I, I think i think sean mentioned that she scores more points per appearance but reed has more appearances yeah yeah you know i mean you don't bring sue storm in and not have her do something cool with her powers exactly yeah you don't bring an invisible woman to a night fight um <laughs> yeah so big fan and you know hopefully at some point uh, Ron, you know, gives us some kind of backstory slash uh, fan casting or what have you. He's because... a bot. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, Ron. That means you have to disprove the assertion that you're a bot from Kia. Otherwise, we're going we're gonna to have to allow for the possibility that you're a bot. Ron's a bot. Hashtag racial draft. <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's our that's our uh, fourth round, you know. I felt like there were a lot of major players. Like I said, there was a lot of uh, uh, female energy this this time out. You know, the majority of the picks were female, and uh, except I was here for, for the it. Jewish delegation. <laughs> they... mm, I'm not saying, but I'm saying you weren't with the movement. <laughs> uh, you know. And of course, the white delegation went with Joker, which can't be mad at. Yeah, they're white. <laughs> That's because the round before he knew what he did. He knew he had to go soft on this one. And you know, I mean, look, the in four rounds, the Latinx delegation they they went with Batman, Red Hood, Harley Quinn, and Catwoman. So they're you know, they're they're heavily heavily invested, heavily invested in the bat in the bat world. But yeah, like DC is. Like, <laughs> I really tried to break that up and nobody bit. Okay. Like, anybody could have had Red Hood. Anybody. I knew that's what he wanted. Because <laughs> you not played the game right. <laughs> all I, I want to, I just want to remind the Black delegation that when the Black delegation was firmly ensconced in last place, they drafted the Red Hood yeah. in round 13. And he came and, and came through and pushed the black delegation all the way to what was it like fifth place? Yeah. So 
in in just half a season, the Red Hood outscored everyone but the Joker. Mm-hmm. So, he 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 did he did well for you. Nobody listened. And you me. cast him aside. <laughs> you cast him aside for Dick Grayson. This is why Red Hood has. This is why Dick Chasen Todd has a chip on his shoulder. He's not good enough. He's not. He's he's not. He's not the love. He's not the beloved Dick. I <laughs> I cannot help it that Red Hood was the worst Robin. <laughs> you you reached you reached for Dick, and you left Red Hood out there hanging. You know? <laughs> I reached for Dick and found out there was a Red Hood. I I for one, even though I know that. Even though I know that Dick Grayson has his own solo book, and he's probably going to outscore Red Hood this in our uh, draft uh, FCL season, I'm going to be, you know, silently rooting for the Red Hood to outscore Dick Grayson just to reinforce. He, he will on OnlyFans. Just because the reinforcing was overlooked. Next season, I will absolutely do my best to get both of the the, the back boys. I will do that. You know what? I'm gonna miss some. I got your back, Randy. You know why? Because me and my friends back in the day just can't quit you. and made our friend's dad to go ahead and make that call to kill his ass when he was a robber. <laughs> no, but here's the thing: in order to become the Red Hood that we all know and love, he had to die as a Robin. The worst Robin. <laughs> the literal worst Robin. <laughs> Sad. This is just somebody who, who utterly despises Damian Wayne. He is still a better Robin than Jason Todd. Wow. <laughs> this the Jason Todd as Robin slander. But it's not slander <laughs> because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, he had to die in order to, so that the Red Hood could live. And we're all better people for it. That's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess since we don't have a lot of news, sorry, since we don't have any news, now is the time that we look ahead to round five. Uh, any, any comic book news? No comic book news this time out. Um, you know, it's the new year. There haven't been a lot of stories. I'll go ahead and run down the draft order for round five. It's going to be the uh, starting us off with East, Southeast, East, Southeast Asian delegation, followed by the multiracial delegation, followed by the black delegation, followed by the Polynesian delegation, followed by the Latinx delegation, followed by the Native American delegation, followed by the white delegation, followed by the Jewish delegation, and finishing us off is the South Asian delegation. Um, what do you what do you anticipate, Randy? Uh, in in this round five, what what trends might you might you proceed? Um, well, I can tell you that at least one delegation is going to include a backstory this time. Oh, good, good, good to know. Oh, yeah, uh, which one is that? <laughs> <laughs> the Latinx delegation, of course. <laughs> <laughs> This this pick this pick I actually do have an intention of of coming up with backstory. So all I, right, I feel an intention, or you do it, just do well, well, it. We, we will see post midnight. Yeah, we will see when the picks start coming in. You know that's important. Um, what mm-hmm. what about you? What about you, Shep? What do you what do you see for the uh, for round five? 
just predicting the continued dominance of the multiracial team. Okay. Yes. Philly team, I say that right now that challenging us is Martine. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, Don't sound so surprised, Randy. Well, you just wait on Kakoa. You just wait on Kakoa, Randy. We'll, we'll find you threatening. <laughs> I mean, he should get appearance every time, and it does teleport. There's points there. I, I never totally knock it. I'm actually curious because nobody. Yeah, knows. I'm knocking it. I am totally <laughs> knocking it. <laughs> but as far as, as far as people I consider powerhouses, like right now, it's the it's the Latin team, and then uh, yeah. team, Southeast Asian team, both that area. But a woman who did not know Moonstone or Moonstar was a girl <laughs> knocking at Kakoa. Okay. <laughs> I'm coming after Martine. He's coming. Yeah. So Martine, yeah. what do you what do you see in the fifth round? How do you see that playing out? Um well apparently we're being targeted, which is No 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 no. You need to embrace <laughs> the role of being the one that everyone's uh shooting for because you know, I mean Kia was the front runner. For uh-huh. a big part of last yeah, season. Yeah, but nobody took me seriously. I know, <laughs> but now, now people are taking you seriously, Martine. You gotta, you gotta embrace the the role. How come they of... always took Martine seriously though? <laughs> like that's messed up. Wow. <laughs> like I said, I was gonna win like halfway through the season every <laughs> week, and nobody took me seriously. They were like, ah, it's okay, it's good. And Martine, they're like, oh, Martine's team though. Yeah, but Martin's never. Martin doesn't say he's gonna win, or Martin doesn't say what? that the Latinx delegation is gonna win. Every single time we're on the Zoom, but he the, says it with his eyes. He but the listeners, the listeners don't get to see his eyes. His, his adorable, his adorable eyes. <laughs> to be fair, I was not playing last season, and I, I will always take you seriously, Kia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I for one yeah. am looking forward to how this plays out. We're not even we're only a third of the way through. There are so many twists and turns. There's so many like at this point at this point I actually did think the Latinx delegation was gonna run away with it. And mm-hmm. then, you know, somebody fumbled the bag. Um <laughs> So uh there's still a lot of game to be played. There's still a lot of picks to be had, and I wish everyone the best even the Native American delegation. Um, <laughs> hopefully, I won't be submitting any more picks to the Native American delegation because yeah, I, well, am, next time you I pick, am running you out. To... I am running out of Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, in all seriousness, um, I'm, I'm... Can, I quote you, can I quote you on that one in the actual group message? Like... What? <laughs> You're running out of Native Americans. That's exactly what you said, right? No, no, we're not going to do that. I'm just going to write that. We're not going to out. Quote from the podcast. (laughs) Mike says he's running out of Native Americans. All right. You're turning into you're Fox News in this situation really badly (laughs) right now. I just watched Blonde Bombshell not too long ago. I was like, ooh. Ooh. You're supposed to be a a guy. (laughs) <laughs> Raise but, your skirt. Uh, <laughs> it's not called blonde bombshell, it's just called bombshell. Oh, um, that's you. Oh, they're all yeah. blonde. Uh, <laughs> I like that movie though. It was actually pretty good. Um Megan, shout out to Megan Kelly. 
support the podcast. <laughs> Megan Kelly. Hashtag Megan Kelly. Racial draft. Uh, I feel like she would draft very villainously for the white delegation. She she'd go she'd go right she'd go right after all the black characters. She'd be like, "What about what about Luke Cage? Why isn't Luke Cage white?" <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you, you, you might want to ask like Charlize Theron. Let, let her maybe. <laughs> oh yeah. Megan Kelly was probably not the person to go to. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Megan Kelly, she's she gets into she gets into racial stuff all the time. Didn't she say that? I, uh, you know, she she drafted Santa Claus for the white delegation. She made it very clear oh, yeah. that, that Santa <laughs> Claus could could only be white. <laughs> you know, listen, I'll have her on the podcast. I don't care. She'll, she'll, she'll get a poll as well. <laughs> hey, that's not what I meant. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I, I felt the pause. You meant that. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to give her access to my poll. All right. I didn't say that. I said she would have a poll to her of her own. Um, Utilize. <laughs> all right. This is this is where I get into big, big trouble. This this podcast was sponsored by Plantation Rum. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> that was the worst thing. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Spoiler for anybody who didn't watch like yearly. Uh, it's like yearly just. Disposition or something on Amazon with like Tiffany Haddish and all that stuff. No, I did. That was good. Oh, there was one part. So I had my family watch it, as you guys all know. You know, my brother, the coon, is having the plantation wedding. So <laughs> there's one part where they do the joke where they're like, you know, we have to say goodbye to plantation weddings. And like, I just looked at my parents. <laughs> I was like, that's your son. That's your son. It was really funny. So you guys watch it. It's really hilarious. It is good. <laughs> Yeah, why? Why is he doing that? We got to talk about. Yeah. No. Friends maybe don't let maybe, maybe he's been racially drafted. <laughs> there, yeah. Um, yeah, not opening up the podcast to your brother, Kia. Not welcoming the podcast. Yeah, he's definitely not. But um, anyone have any final thoughts? Martin does. No, I do not. No. <laughs> no, I'm good. Final thoughts, all Randy? I know is that all. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, you have final thoughts? My final thought is that one of these days, I aspire to have Kia respect my choices. <laughs> Finally, one of these days. <laughs> One day I aspire for Randy to pick something I can respect. <laughs> oh my god. Well, well listeners, if this is your first show, <laughs> I apologize. Um but you, you know, support us, support us on Patreon, support us on whenever we get our OnlyFans going. Wait, we um, have a Patreon for real? Yeah, we have a Patreon. For real. <laughs> Racial drafts on Patreon. Martin, Martin supports us. Thank you. Martin. Wait, you gave him five dollars? <laughs> you Patreon don't have to answer that, Martin. You don't have to answer that. But uh, you can support our Patreon. We have various Patreon levels. 
Um, you can obviously find us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, and all and everywhere else you can find your podcasts. You, uh, we're gonna start a YouTube channel at some point. But um, you know, spread the word. Let let people know um, about a podcast. Um, share our posts. We're on Twitter at Racial Draft Pod. We're on Instagram at Racial Draft. We're on Facebook. You can join our groups there. Just uh, you know, spread the word. Do your thing. Your legs. Yeah, like our stuff. <laughs> Did you say legs or likes? I said you said spread the word. And I said not your legs. Oh no! Spread your legs too. Spread your legs too. It's fine. We are we are so we are we are accepting. We're accept, accepting of all uh, you know, uh, spreading, as it 18 were. Eighteen and over. Yes. Again, uh, on the on the uh, OnlyFans, but um, yeah, you know, we're we're trying to do big things in 2021, and you know, we we will. Whatever happens, it's gonna be on the. Things, so make sure you spread your legs. <laughs> exactly. The big, the big things we do, whether it's with the polls or whether it's with something else, um, you know, it won't be possible without without all you listeners lending a hand, right? So lend your hand to our polls, uh, and lend your hand to sort of spreading, spreading out everything that we shoot out to you, and. Wait. <laughs> and just catch it in the yeah. thing. Let the awkwardness flow through you. Huh? Let it flow through you. No, in all, in all seriousness, though. He fills um, me up. He fills me love. Yes. Let the racial draft fill you up with goodness. Um, <laughs> More and love than I ever seen. Together, together we can grow. Uh, we can. We can fill... be growers, not growers and showers. Exactly. We can grow and show. <laughs> in 2021 um it's gonna be a big year for us it's gonna be the it's gonna be a huge year for us um so don't let us down enlargement ever exactly pump us up and (laughs) you know and and hopefully hopefully you can see the print that we make the imprint that we make um, yeah but um yeah like Seriously though, we wouldn't be where we are without you, the mouth. fans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be where we are without you, the fans, and we hope that your support continues in 2021. And we appreciate all of you. Shout us out. We'll, we'll um, you know, yeah, Carlos. <laughs> we'll shout you back. And yeah, until next time, Kia. All things are possible. <laughs> <laughs>